conservation photographers really use their images in action. Um, myself, I've used them on a legislative level uh, for the U.S. government nationally for uh, support of the national parks um, as part of uh, uh, immigration reform, actually. Um, nature photography can go on into so many other areas because at the root of all things, it's, it's the environment, which is where everything begins. I tend to immerse myself fully in a landscape. Um, I'll go to a place to, you know, several days. Uh, I'll spend at least two or three days, if not longer. I prefer to spend seven to ten days in one location, um, which means a lot of downtime. I only shoot several hours out of the day that are my key times when the light is really nice, sunrise, sunset. So it's really waking up really early, which I don't really like and then uh, scouting new locations, spending time looking for those locations, um, and then w hitting them when the sun gets really great. But it's also not just evening and sunrise, it's good weather. Uh, it could be waiting for a thunderstorm to break, waiting for three days of rain to break, like I did in White Sands National Monument. And so there's that really great element to it, but also there's a huge office element that people don't realize. And that actually becomes where the advocacy starts to take place as a conservation photographer. I'm spending a lot of time sending emails to DC, to different offices, to a lot of nonprofit partners, um, and trying to run a business and run an advocacy outfit. Um, we're, we're actually getting those photos into publications. So there's that whole other very business-oriented side that's important. I think digital photography provides a lot of opportunities, but a lot of challenges at the same time. I think the opportunities to go out there and really shoot, develop, work a scene, and see that instant gratification is outstanding. And, and as a photographer who learned on film, I really appreciate that instant gratification in the field, knowing you've got it, knowing it, everything's sharp and nobody or a bird flew into the corner of a frame throwing it off on that last, last minute. Um, but I think there's also a lot of challenges that come with digital photography, and I think that's with image alteration. Um, I don't believe in altering your images. Uh, I believe in keeping them ethically pure as far as don't add a sky that wasn't there, don't add an animal that wasn't there, um, within certain limitations. And I try to use the limitations that film had, and I apply those to, to my own photographs. So, you know, you used Fuji Velvia transparency film because it was very saturated. It was a very popular film. I try to not go beyond that and try and keep within those same limitations. Um, but it, I think it does present a challenge because I think also the public sees what's happening and they don't know, is this a real shot? Has this been manipulated? Could this really happen in nature? And so I think from an education standpoint, it's very hard to get people to realize this is so magnificent. This doesn't need to be faked to be this great. I think that over the next 10 years, the landscapes themselves are going to change. I think that it's going to take a lot of work from a lot of people on a very well-coordinated effort to capture these deep different ecosystems that are being challenged by a variety of things, um, not to mention climate change, but urban sprawl, water issues. There's a whole uh, slew of issues that I fa think face the, the environment. Um, and so I think as a photographer, we're working a little bit against the clock. So I think the next 10 years, I mean, I think in the next 20 years, they're saying Glacier National Park will be glacierless. It's a place I've spent a significant amount of time. And just to be able to go out there and photograph that landscape and still capture it, um, with glaciers is, is a challenge in itself. So I think there's going to be a lot of, of changes that are just from the environment in itself. But I also think that the technology is going to continue to change and the delivery mechanisms for those technologies. And so with the internet and new technologies emerging almost every month, it seems, and the way people receive their information, I think that photographers are going to need to continue to stay current, that they're going to need to be on that same page to keep up with their audience. Otherwise, if they lose touch with their audience, they'll lose the inability They'll lose, or they'll, they'll lose the ability to actually deliver their message of, of conservation.
And I think that there's been a, a very big movement to say, well, you can only have one or the other. We don't need to go back to the Stone Age. I think we can live as a smart society and continue to have urban areas. And like you say, it is to coexist in that, in that society. I think we can head there. Um, I've spent a lot of times in the Channel Islands. Um, I know the oil rigs that are off coast are, are just boons for, uh, for marine life.